Welcome, Sacramento soccer fans, to the State of the Republic podcast. I'm your host, Luis, and today we are really happy after an amazing win last night in the Cup, uh, third consecutive win and third consecutive home match, uh, and we will be having another home match. And oh man, we, we are so happy about the fact that we'll get to witness another Cup game at home. But before we get started, let's go ahead and introduce uh, our members tonight. First, I need to go with her. She's been out for a while, and we, we can't wait to hear all her stories. And as I said before, that might even be a podcast itself, like Sharon's Travels. <laughs> podcast Mom Sharon, welcome back on the show. We, we missed you. How's it going? Hey, it's, it's going really good. And it's funny because when I was flying out a couple weeks ago, or a little more than a couple weeks ago, I was like trying to record some comments, and I know they didn't get happen um for the podcast that was recorded when I was in the Denver airport you guys were getting ready to record a podcast so I was recording some statements in Denver for the podcast and that's right when your um what was it your Apple Mac or whatever that thing is that was right when it went down so you couldn't access any of those comments anyhow everything is good we're happy about the win last night in the U.S. Open Cup round of 13 32 and now we're on to the round of 16 we got a real favorable outlook i can't wait to talk about the match last night danny vidiello all of our goal scorers all of our subs everybody who made such a, a a great night for all of us and then to talk about you know what the future holds with a match uh coming up next wednesday and then you know we've got a again a string of matches all right in a row thrown throw another open cup match in the same mix but yeah our guys can do it right they've done they've done everything so far pretty well jared first of all we missed it did you i mean i i know you had all that time in the uk but it's just it, it seemed empty you know recording the episodes and having to do it in a weird way at, at times uh but as far as what how i'm feeling right now i mean this last night just up the high that that was still and I was still in the air from Sunday, so from Sunday's win out in New Jersey. And to, to, to top it all out, the, yeah, yeah, I'm a little overran, especially with the news today. So my apologies. Uh, but yeah, um, given the fact that we finally got some, uh, some of those demons exercised against Phoenix and to, sh- to shut them out, that, that just that was icing, total, total icing. So, so I'm, I'm just still still buzzed about that. And then also today's news as well. Luis, how are you doing? I mean, come on. You've got to love some of the posts that SAC Republic have been making. And Erica Steele is in charge of our social media. She is so clever about how she posted last night's win. You know, uh, she's she's very clever with her wording. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good things. Uh, I, I really did enjoy that post <laughs> when I saw it. And they've been doing a really amazing job with their social media. Uh, and I, I think it's it's gotten up over the years. And I really enjoy that, right? Because it, as a marketer, I know social media is a really important tool. And, you know, it just it keeps getting better each year. And, and more and more people are, are enjoying seeing the posts and all that. So great stuff. Uh, just Just keep up the great work over there. And yeah, super excited about yesterday's game. I mean, this morning, I'm not even joking. I couldn't really speak. <laughs> uh, I, I tried to 
you know, talk on the phone and my voice was just so out of it. And I was a little worried that I wouldn't even be able to record tonight because that's how bad my voice was. But, you know, when you have a game like that where you've been celebrating a lot and you've had plenty of joys and not just through goals, but we'll, we'll also talk about that amazing, uh, epic uh, penalty kick stop. It's understandable. And I think I'm not the only one. I, I know Tina mentioned as well, right? She lost her voice and I'm sure you also lost it, Sharon, and other people in your section lost it. And yeah, no, nothing but joy. And it's it's definitely worth losing your voice. So. so that's funny you would say that because I actually thought, oh my God, I'm coming down with delayed COVID <laughs> from being on airplanes, buses, trains, you know, because, uh, because I've lost my voice and it's like, it's gotta be COVID. And then it's like, oh no, I was yelling and screaming my head off at the match. So this sore throat and this gravelly voice, it's all due to the, due to our guys, you know, I have 11 guys and, and, and seven subs and all the coaches to thank for all of that. Plus the group we were sitting with Luis, I know you enjoyed sitting where you were sitting, but Jared and Luis, if you could have been sitting with with our group, we had like a freaking great time. Tina said that was the best, the most fun she'd had, you know, in a long time sitting with us. Cause we're so, um, uh, what do you say loose? I don't know. We're very free with our words and our creativity and what we're yelling. It was great. And then we actually had other people around us whom we didn't know getting involved with some of our, um, raucous, uh, yelling. Uh, we had, it was really good. And I think we even got the attention of a couple of players. We were, we were yelling at all the guys on the bench. Hey, you're going to score a goal. You're going to score a goal. <laughs> we had a good time. I wish you were with us. And that, that sounds about as much fun as uh, when uh, Creek Bear was actually in New Jersey for the match. I mean, we were just kind of going back and forth with some of the referees, players, the <laughs> goalkeeper, all that. Oh, man, it was, it was just amazing. Well, dude, there was what you said, 251 people in nope. the, in the stands, right? 200, 201, 201. And you were number one at that match Th- through the gate. <laughs> That's awesome. And then you and Creek Bear, that just sounds like a really good time. Um, but I do know that uh, on the 25th, it's probably going to be the 25th that Wednesday, on the 25th, there's going to be a whole lot more people at that match because it's San Jose. It's finally an MLS team. Um, so that, that'll be great. Anyhow, and, and it's also White Claw Wednesday. <laughs> I'm not going to be having a White Claw. Well, if my sister wants one. What I really hope for are those mini donuts. Luis, um, I was so disappointed that truck wasn't there. Oh, okay. Because I was looking for it too, and I was gonna say, like, the like, did I miss it? Did they leave earlier? <laughs> they, they no, wasn't there. They, it wasn't there at all, and so we had to settle for bubble cone. Um, you know, the waffle cone with the ice cream thing in it for dessert, and it, yeah, well, not not that that has anything to do with the match <laughs> or anything like that, but it has to do with the game day experience. I will say that. So you know, we had a. <laughs> We were jonesing for the Rabbit Revolution, the mm. vet, you know, the vegan truck, mm. and they didn't come. And then oh. we were jonesing for uh, Daisy's desserts, and they didn't come. So it's like, dang, the two things we were at, my sister and I really, really badly wanted food-wise, wasn't they weren't there. So I was like, rats. And Rabbit Revolution was listed on the page too. So I'm, I'm yeah, 
Rabbit Revolution and Daisy's, oh. they were both listed. There were a couple other trucks listed that, that were not there. Game Day Grill, I don't think they were there either. We got two goals and the three points, but that doesn't matter. The win, all, all that matters is we advance from the round of 32 to round of 16. Am I Elsaing again? No, no, you're it, good. You're, you're good. good. That was good. <laughs> uh well, well one quick thing now that you mentioned the food i just have to make this quick plug um the kettle corn that they sell right there right oh. right right at the entrance first time trying it in this match so amazing you know, they, did they you spoke. get the tricolor yeah did you get the three-way oh yeah, my god that's the oh this it was so favorite. amazing i didn't think uh, yeah yeah so it, it was something Dude. else if, if anyone I, hasn't tried that get it it's amazing yeah. the three-way or the three color you know this is the cheddar it's the caramel corn and it's the kettle corn or it's the, I don't know what it is, yeah. whatever they do. It's like, it's the best. Why they comboed it. They were a genius to make all three of them jump in the bag together. Yeah. Oh, I, I never thought, you know, initially I had my doubts, right? I was like, oh, you're mixing cheese and, you know, <laughs> caramel. I don't, I don't know, you know, but oh man, it was so great. I, I think I'm always going to get a bag every time I go <laughs> Exactly. And then you take the leftovers home. Who can eat a whole bag? I mean, that's a lot. Or, or, or you get it for two people between my uncle and I, we actually finished it. Yeah. So for two people, it's, it's ideal. It keeps you satisfied. Oh, okay. So it, it's, <laughs> it's worth it. Split, split the, whatever it, it costs to my uncle bought it. So I don't even know how much it costs, but <laughs> split it with a friend and uh, split the cost and it, you're going to get your money's worth. I'm sure. There well, it's, well, it sounds better than the beef pocket that they were offering over at the Red Bulls match on Sunday. Beef pocket. Uh, beef pocket. Yes, <laughs> beef pocket. No, I don't. It's probably not. It's, it's probably like oh, like a Dollar Tree uh, brand or something like that. Oh. Oh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and give our glasses of gratitude. And, and I know, Sharon, you probably have a lot just from your travels, probably also to like bring up. Uh, how about you get us started with yours? Oh my goodness. Where do I start? So <laughs> glosses of gratitude, the gantry hotel for um, taking such good care of me when I was in London, because I was in London the first week. And then the last couple of days of my trip. And I will say, if anybody's going to go there and you want to stay a little ways away from the busy part of London, you know, if you want to just take a train every time you need to go to the main part stay at the gantry hotel it's in stratford it's right next to the olympic stadium area london london stadium where west ham united calls home i would say just stay there and just count your blessings it's right near you can get any restaurant right nearby there's grocery stores there's a westfield mall that's absolutely amazingly huge i've never seen a mall that big i know that we have the great mall of america in minnesota i've never been there but i will say that the westfield mall in stratford is huge and then i was told oh but we have another mall that's even bigger in this other part of london and it's like how can it be bigger than the one i was at anyhow gantry hotel stay there other golazos of gratitude coming right up. Carlton Cole. I will say that man has a heart that's bigger than this world. He cares so much about everyone and anyone who is into football and who somehow manages to make a connection with, or he makes a connection with. I made connection with him years ago when he came and played in Sacramento. And there's a whole story behind that. Someday ask me about that, but I'm not going to tell it right now. Um, 
However, I was able to be connected, reconnected with him. It felt like old home week. I felt like his favorite aunt when I was there, you know, and we just had the, I had the best time. I went to a freaking Europa cup semifinal match and it was, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been able to get tickets because it was season ticket holders only as Mm. well as visiting team. So um, at any rate, that was an insane introduction to an English Premier League team, not a match, but a team playing in the Europa Cup semifinal. Insane. Thank you, Carlton Cole. And then again, went to another match, a Premier League match against Arsenal, West Ham Arsenal match. That was insane. There's so much, there's so much behind all these stories and these experiences. I don't have time to get into it. Another Golaza of gratitude goes to Wilson Nishaw and his family because they housed me for several days when I traveled to the North and they were fabulous hosts. It was great, great time. I got to see Harry Williams at a really nice meeting. Um, the second leg of the, some teams ended well for other teams. The one I was following didn't end so well, but whatever. It's going to be Eintracht Frankfurt and Rangers in the Europa cup final. So go figure. Um, but yeah, those are my, those are my galazas of gratitude. And I know she will never listen to this podcast. She doesn't know anything about it, but to Bianca at the Gantry hotel girl, you are incredible. She was, she was one of the staff there and she was, she blew my mind. And uh, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of other people during the whole trip that were just saviors, people, you know, recommending places for me to go eat locally. Mm. Um, a guy named Mark Lim, he was great. Um, just goes on and on. And then as of last night, I will just say Galazzo of gratitude to the entire experience. I don't care. Name your player, name your person that you sat next to, name whomever. It was so good last night, Wednesday night, Open Cup round of 32, the whole thing was electric and beautiful. So glosses of gratitude covered it all. Jared, your turn. All right. Well, since uh, you were still in travel or at least in rest uh, the last episode, I'm going to go over some quick uh, glosses of gratitude from this weekend and then a couple other ones. So first of all, the Madison Hotel in Mor- in Morristown, uh, New Jersey. Immaculate. Loved it. M- majorly big. Great restaurant in there, you know, not too far away from the the major traffic in Newark, New York, but still close enough to, to do whatever you want there. NJ Transit made the travel so much easier. I mean, it was just a breeze getting from where I was at into New York City to, to Newark and then the yeah, New York, New York City MTA, the subway. I'll put it this way. I felt safer on the New York City subway than I do on the Phoenix light rail. That, so if you folks have that misnomer about uh, New York being a, a terrible place, no. Is it gritty? Yeah. But it, I, I still like it. I mean, it's amazing. Just And also the Cats' Delicatessen and 2nd Avenue Deli, they made sure I did not go hungry the rest of that trip out there. And then also to all of Duke LaCroix's friends, family, everybody that made it out to the match on Sunday in New Jersey, we brought the ruckus and we made our voices heard not only on the other side of the 
of the uh, the field, but apparently we were all getting noticed on uh, the Fox 40 feed. I even got word from from my mom about how they talked about the uh, the passion of the Republic FC fans out there. And then also more recent glasses of gratitude. All right, ESPN Plus, because I had to break down and, and get it in order to even watch this match. And thankfully, they still have the multicast on, so I was able to watch our match, the LA Galaxy California United Strikers match, and uh, Seattle versus San Jose. So totally grateful they still do that for the Xbox. Wow, the mouse gate and a shout out from Jared. I never thought I'd see. <laughs> Let's see this happen. <laughs> I, I'm not proud of it either. <laughs> oh well, yeah, that that's cool. They have that feature too, by the way, and uh, it, it's it's really great that they do that because it's so hard to, <laughs> you know, focus on one thing or or another too. Michael also grad to real quick here, so um, I got two for Sharon, uh, one for uh, getting me a West Ham jersey, which unfortunately. I forgot about yesterday <laughs> and you know, you know, I'll, I'll begin until next time. Uh, and also for attending the press conference again, uh, as usual, uh, we really appreciate it here on the show that you did that for us yesterday. I promise that I'm going to do press conference at some point as well. So uh, I, I will be, I will be there on the field as well. Um, and then one more colossal gratitude goes out to my uncle for again, coming uh, to a match uh, with me uh, the second cup match he gets to see after uh two weeks ago and trying to see if he can go to the next one in two weeks uh, from now and uh we'll, we'll see we'll see how that goes but shout out to him for uh not sleeping too much because he has to work pretty early uh, <laughs> on the next day but yeah awesome well uh let's go ahead and, and get right to talking about this game and and just how it went right um we look at the first half i don't know what you guys think but I was a little worried in the first 20 minutes or so because Phoenix had quite, quite a few uh, opportunities that could have been a goal. And, you know, that they were pressing up high. They were putting a lot of pressure. And I was a little worried that, you know, we wouldn't be able to actually withstand all that much pressure. But luckily, the guys pulled through and we get that goal in the 29th minute that ultimately helped us uh just manage the game a little bit better, but I want to hear your thoughts on uh, what happened before the goal and then your thoughts on the Luis Felipe goal. So I could hear Mark Briggs and some of his uh, tips that he was yelling to the players because we were right there. Um, one of the things that I think he was a little concerned with was the communication on field. And I don't think there was enough in that, like you said, Luis, in the first like 20 minutes, it, fe- it felt like we couldn't get or keep possession. And a little bit of that was the, our lack of communication, lack of talking on the field. Um, and, you know, I sent you a, like you guys, a like a, a private message or whatever group message where I said, Luis F was uh, uh, silent during pretty much during the match. Cause he's not a big talker on the field. Um, yeah, but apparently Connor Donovan is, and, you know, we could hear him trying to keep things organized. And I think once they kind once they got this goal, I think we shored up a little bit of our possession, not much, because I think in the first half, our possession wasn't as strong as it was in the second half. Um, it was like we were playing a little bit tight. We we're reacting too much as opposed to creating. 
um, opportunities. And, and I just think the communication, cause you, you, you even saw it, you even saw some of our passes, um, they, where a guy thought a guy was going to be somewhere and it was, the pass was cut off by a defender or it was just kind of a little, um, choppy in a way from us. And I think Mark was trying really hard to encourage his guys to, um, just settle down, calm down and play a little bit more relaxed and, you know, get out of their heads a little bit. Sometimes you want them in their heads to think about, you know, strategy and tactics and, you know, the way the game is going to go. But when you get out of your head and you just go with the flow of the game, which is what we saw more in the second half and also a little bit after this goal. But um, so, so just kind of bear that in mind, keep that in mind when, when we're breaking down what's happening. I think, I think communication improved, but what you saw in the first 20 minutes was absolutely correct. Yeah, there there was definitely some opportunities from Phoenix. I mean, they they made sure to strike as as often as they could. Definitely, I thought the uh, the one goal that had gone off the crossbar and just inches in front of the chalk line. I was thinking that was going to be the equalizer that uh, Phoenix needed, but uh, thankfully it uh, went the uh, proper way. It didn't get counted, pushed out, and then kicked out out of play. So. Yeah, I mean, we, we already knew we were dealing with some some weapons uh, from uh, Phoenix as far as uh, some of the players that they had. I mean, Santi Moore, I mean, he was definitely put putting the shots on. Uh, ben Lund, I, I, be- I believe, uh, was also getting some in there. It's Yeah, I mean, they may not have Solomon Sante anymore, but they still got folks that, that know how to put the gold towards the net. Thankfully, Danny V was just a concrete brick wall out there. I mean stopping shots left and right, grabbing it when he can. I mean, this is definitely, I would say, his biggest match with Republic FC so far. I mean, one, because it got us into the round of 16. Two, it's it's another clean sheet for him. I mean, this is actually our third overall match uh, with a clean sheet. I mean, because we tied uh, last week, and then Sunday we won one nothing, and then yesterday 2 nothing. So, this is getting back to where we where we were so, uh, not that long ago, and this squad is is finally get, getting it done. I mean, we'll have our chances again against uh, RGV in San Diego, but you know, this is how you prepare for it. This is how how you hone your skills from you know barely cutting your teeth on on the first couple of games to getting the midseason form as quickly as possible. So, this is definitely great progress that we've had so far, I man, and more of it, especially against teams like Phoenix and hopefully again against uh, San Jose. You know, one thing I noticed uh, uh, during that first goal for uh, Luis Felipe is that, uh, you know, Matt LaGrasa, if, if you notice, he pulls a, a fake shot, right? Like he's about to shoot and everyone kind of goes with the fear that, oh, he's going to shoot, right? And, and you could tell that. And that's what helped uh, Luis Felipe find space because everyone wasn't actually marking him right and and so big props to matt for having that vision to do that and to see luis open and instead of actually you know pulling the shot or or just faking and then just pulling the shot afterwards he saw him open he saw him he knew he had an opportunity there we know luis Felipe is good with the long distance shots and and i'm so glad that he was able to get another goal like that It's, it's his first goal of the year if i'm not mistaken too and uh, you know, it, it's it's really good to have him score because it's going to help him with his confidence. And 
I, I can't wait for him to play against his uh, former team, San Jose. And, you know, I, I just as any player who plays against their former team, they want to score against them, right? And and he he probably has, you know, the, the want to really score against them and, and prove that, you know, he, he should have never left there, which I'm, I'm still surprised that they let him go because he's a really good player. So on the fact that one, Luis Felipe scored the first goal for Sacramento and two, the final score line was two zero. <clears throat> Jared freaking, yeah, <laughs> Jared freaking got two points in our little contest that we have going on. And I think I cussed you out on Facebook Messenger last night, Jared. Well, to correct that, I, I believe I actually said Malik Foster for the first goal. So really, oh. that's that's one oh, yeah. point less. Oh, yeah. Did you say Malik? I said Malik. Oh. It was it was on Sunday night. That, then when we recorded, I it, because I was still riding that high of Malik Foster coming back from, from injury, scoring oh. that goal. I was th- thinking, ah, come on, Malik. Get this goal. Oh, okay. Okay. okay so, good. Yeah. So I can take back that cuss. All right. And then, um, so nobody picked Luis Felipe. I thought somebody picked. No, no. Cause I think Luis Serrano, you and I both picked. Um, Dougie. Dougie. Uh, oh, you, you picked Dougie. I picked Dan Casey. Oh, oh, okay. 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 <laughs> All right. So I don't feel like so much of a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dougie ended up scoring. Yes, but it wasn't the first goal. So it was in the right order. Yeah. Uh, eventually yeah. we might just pull, we might. Uh, change the rules up to like uh, guess who who's gonna score a goal regardless of when but we'll we'll, we'll find out you know <laughs> mid season if if we need to change the rules or what <laughs> <laughs> right just to give me some points so I can catch up to you guys just to make it more interesting if if that's how it is <laughs> or or just it could take... be it could be Jared last place it could be me last place too right I mean I guess we yeah, never we'll know s- but we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but, but as long as we all get a participation trophy, that's all I care about. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we have some points at least, right? It would, it would have been sad if you know one of us had zero points. So at right. least there's points. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, well, let's also talk about that crazy penalty kick stop that Danny V had, and I was so thankful that I ended up sitting uh, right behind that goal net for this match because. My uncle and I got to see it firsthand, and he got a really good uh, video shot of that. And I, I don't know about you guys, right? I mean, we, we've seen other goalkeepers in the past actually have uh, saves, but in my opinion, this was the best save I've ever seen from a Sac Republic goalkeeper. But what were you guys' thoughts? It was a double save, dude. It was a PK and a rebound. He did a double save, and the second save was a kick save. We've seen Carlos do that same kick save. And Danny Vidiello used his entire body twice. So this was this was amazing. Watch. Bink, bink. Two saves. Right in a row. He had to do a, a you know, a, a PK save. And then while he was still on the ground or getting up, he did a kick save. So this was, this, this is nuts. To have to 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 be able to do that and have those kind of reflexes, we were yelling from our little group. We were all, actually created a new yell. We we said "Golden Glove." <laughs> I don't know if he heard it, but there was a bunch of us yelling "Golden Glove." He deserved that. 
Oh yeah, and after seeing him do that stop, uh, you know, you you could right away tell why he got the golden glove. So uh, I guess that's his new nickname, right? That we should just call him Mr. Golden Glove, because <laughs> because of course we're we're making up more nicknames, just like uh, Z Man. If anyone saw our live show, uh, coined by Sharon, I believe. I think you coined it, right? Or was it Jared? No, I think that was Sharon. Yeah, it was in writing. Yeah, the Z-Man. Um, and what's funny is I sat right next to Tina. You know, it was kind of high. So all match long, whenever um, Z-Man did something good, you know, she was all like, well, so, yeah, I mean, look. And then I'd be like, oh, but then look. When he would like pass it to nobody, he had he was of two minds at one of his passes where he passed it between two players and it got picked, you know, because he didn't pass it to one or the other. He didn't decide which player he wanted to pass the ball to. So he didn't give it to anybody except the other team. And so I went, yeah, yeah, it's because I'm not quite sold on him. I'm not quite sold on him. And yeah, so yeah. So it was fun chiding her because she's thinks that he has a lot of potential. I mean, he is fast, but he wasn't any faster than his opponent that was marking him. So, you know, Dougie has a different breakout speed. Dougie cannot run people. He just get give him one step and he's past you and you cannot catch him. He's like a, oh, you know, he runs, he's big strides and he can go, you know, he has a fast first step. Um, um, yeah, Zico wasn't as fast as I thought he was going to be. So I was like chiding Tina the whole entire time. Hey, teen, I know you're going to listen. <laughs> and and Z-Man had an opportunity to make you eat your words too, except he he flew it out. Um, I don't know if you, you recall that there was one shot. It could have, I, I was like, oh, when I saw him have that opportunity, I was like, this is his opportunity to make Sharon eat her words. But of course he misses and I'm like, oh. You had and, you had a good chance, man. <laughs> and we talked last night. We talked about me be, having a potential of eating my words because there were opportunities where it'd be like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll eat my words. I have no problem with that." But he didn't. He didn't. It didn't pan out. So I, I think things- he has more to prove. He mm-hmm. let's just say you want to be in a position where you're still growing, and when the team is still um, coming, you know, coming up in their abilities. And so if you've got players that are still also working towards that, I think that's a good place to be. You know, granted, we would love to have everybody be a Messi or, you know, a Maradona or a whatever, but that's not that's not what we have. So we've got guys that are still learning the system, but the fact that their potential is so big is a good thing. You know, they just, they've got tons of potential for us. So anyhow, Jared. Yeah, it was Definitely great work uh, from Danny Villa with that save. I mean, he is just kind of leaning towards him, towards being the main number one. I mean, it's it's a a, a tilting saw as as far as that goes between. But matches like this, I mean, it definitely puts him over. I mean, there's there's reasons why he's won the Golden Glove out east. Hopefully he'll be able to get a pair out west out here. I mean, at this rate, that seems uh, pretty likely. And uh, yeah, Zico did ha- have a couple chances here and there from what I've seen. So he's he, he's he's trying. He's he's trying to get in get in there. I mean, any way that he can. One thing I want to point out with another guy, and I really appreciate that. You know, he's he's trying. He's trying to get his goal, and it's gonna happen eventually, sometime this season, or heck, maybe even in the next cup game. Jack Gurr, if you guys noticed, 
he kept taking shots left and right, and that man is going to get a goal eventually. I'm just saying that the the Jagger dance is going to happen. It's just a matter of time, and I think it's good. I mean, there are, there are times when you could say, oh, maybe he could have passed it, but I do appreciate those players that take a chance, right, and, and just try and, and score um, from as far as possible, right, especially when uh, you do have some opportunities where you probably could pull a good shot. So excited for um, him to get his first goal and for us to, you know, hopefully see a, a Jagger dance or for us to, like, actually uh, sing the song or something, right? So uh, it, it'll it'll happen sometime. So jumping over to uh, the, the second half, you know, it, it was back and forth, right? Phoenix had their opportunities and it was understandable, right? Because they were the ones that were down. They had the pressure of having to, you know, get the tie. But luckily for us, Dougie was there in the right moment and made us feel so good. And not only just that, right, but for all of us in attendance, uh, almost guaranteed us the fact that we wouldn't have to stay for overtime because no one likes to stay for overtime. I know before the game, uh, Heather Sims was talking to my uncle and myself, and she didn't want to stay overtime. She was, she actually predicted a 1-0. It, it was close. It could have been that. Um, and, and I'm sure everyone else in attendance uh, just wanted to leave home right away, right? Not get home at like midnight or one in the morning. <laughs> and so luckily that happened and a great corner kick from Emil. And I'm glad coach subbed him in, uh, you know, around the 60th minute and gave him plenty of time to uh, show us what he's got. And, uh, you know, he, he executed the corner kick great. And Dougie just went right through. Perfect header. Gave us the goal in the 80th minute, and we were pretty much set. What, what did you guys think about you know Dougie's uh, really awesome header goal? All I have to say is it was about time. We've kind of been waiting for Dougie to do more. Um, it's interesting because first half he was quiet, and he wasn't tracking back, and he would get frustrated, you know, like he would make a run and nothing would happen, and then he would walk back, and we were like trying so hard to light a fire under the guy. Second half, he came out different Dougie. I don't know what the heck happens at halftime, but he came out different. He came out hungrier, more willing to participate. Um, and this is what you get, you know, when you have the um, when you have a hunger that's n- with joy and not frustration, you know, uh, and he was like you said, right place, right time, perfectly placed crossed by Emil. I mean, come on. He, you know, remember Emil, I think may have uh, missed a shot earlier in the, earlier in the match. There was somebody that missed a a sitter. Um, I'm drawing a blank on who that was, but to have him be the assist on this was fabulous. And then going back to Matt Lagrasse, you know, he got subbed out early in my mind, it was a little bit early and he looked up in the stands and I'm assuming he was looking up at a family member and he touched his hamstring. So um, I'm hoping he can recover in these nine days off or eight days off that we have and um, come back stronger. Is it nine or eight days, Luis or Jared? Eight days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and can, can get that little twinge sorted out because honestly, I think, I think when you have Matt playing deep so Roro can run um, and other players can run, that's great. Otherwise, when Matt's not in there, Roro has to drop in the pocket. And I don't think Roro appreciates 
Roro plays anywhere. Let's face it. Roro will do anything because he just loves this team and he's a team guy. But I'll tell you what, I like Roro better higher than I do. I, I'd rather have Matt and Luis, you know, hit in the, sit in the pocket a little bit more. So um, I just hope Matt heals up quickly. So there's that. But what a goal by Dougie. Yeah, we, we've got the Dougie of old, although you can't really say old, old because hell, this is only the what, uh, second or, or so month of the season. But he's gone back to the first couple of games. He's been getting in there, just fighting for opportunities and manages to knock this one in. I mean, you, you got to love the tenacity he had. I mean, like, like you said, he there was something that flipped the switch the second half and he just got more ferocious in there. And that's the reason why we ended up uh, winning two nil instead of one nil. And he, and he was, he was a beast in uh, New Jersey as well. I mean, I was seeing him go up and down, up and down uh, the field as well. So definitely a great showing. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about second halves, right? But Dougie, you know, he seems to do better in second halves. Uh, if y'all recall right, the first game of the season, Similar situation, right? First half, it wasn't good. In fact, Sharon wanted him subbed out <laughs> and was shouting to coach to get him subbed out like we uh, talked about. And, you know, he came back in the second half and the guy was on fire, right? And so similar thing here. So I don't know what happens, but hey, keep it going, Dougie, because I, I, I'd much rather you have a better second half than a first half. You are absolutely correct there. You know, we we really wanted to see Luther come on because, you know, we weren't seeing what we wanted, the productivity out of Dougie. But when you play the postgame press conference, um, you'll understand from both um, Luis Felipe and also from Coach Mark, there was a shift. They definitely all made a shift for the second mm-hmm. half. Um, so I can't wait for everybody to hear some of the postgame press conference um, comments from those two well let, let's go ahead and uh play those now that you mentioned them <laughs> let, let's get them played right now and you know let's let's make our comments on them uh, after we come back so let's go ahead and hear from uh danny v luis felipe and coach and we'll be right back yeah i mean it's huge from the guys the guys are amazing putting in last ditch tackles you know scoring those two goals with were perfect for us, you know, and, you know, now we just move on. This in the U.S. Open Cup, it's just survive in advance. So we did that tonight, and now we see what draws tomorrow. And, you know, whoever we play next, we put, we'll put in a good shift towards them, too. Talk a little bit more about having Connor Donovan back. Man, the man's a beast. I mean, we, we missed him a lot because he was hurt early in preseason. But, you know, he's a he's a beast in there. And, you know, you see his, his work ethic on the field. You know, he's telling people where to go. He's a leader, you know, and he's been great. And we listened to your interview with Connor Sutton earlier this uh, last week, and we noticed your save tonight, today. Did you feel the team on your back at that point? You were carrying them right then and there. Listen, we're we're a team, no matter what. You know, everyone's got to put do their job. You know, tonight I made a good save. You know, next game someone's gonna have to come up big. Then you know, every every game has a hero. Uh, yeah, uh, very pumped. It was a great fight from the whole team. Uh, we worked hard throughout the whole week. Um, we watched video on them, and I think we executed well um, everything that we worked on. Um, happy to score my first goal on the, this season, and but most of all, happy for the team to win and advance on the Open Cup. Talk us through what was said in the locker room to come out cleaner and more crisp in your passing. 
second half? Yeah, we adjusted some things that we um, needed. I think one of their strengths was um, its transition, and we uh, we talked about it, and we made sure that if we had anything um, coming against us, we had to foul or anything. We should do that, and I think we executed well. And yeah, Dougie at the end. Um, the whole team was great tonight. So so happy for everybody. Yeah, I thought it was our, I thought it was our best performance, uh, all round performance. Um, second, first half we rode our luck a little bit, um, scored scored obviously, and then um, thought we could have got maybe one or two, but we rode our luck. They hit the bar, they missed a penalty. We rode our luck at times, uh, but then second half I thought we were excellent. Um, we stayed in our shape, we were disciplined, and we looked extremely dangerous on the on the break. And then I'm really over the moon for Douglas um, to score at the end there with a great header and end the game for us. Uh, we're just, you know, great ending, great fitting for him. We noticed the second half uh, was a lot crisper in the passing and possession. What did you tell him at, uh, at halftime? Just to relax a little bit. Um, I felt we were, Phoenix want the game to become transition. They have great athletes and clinical players. Um, and I said, guys, like, manage the game a little bit. Let's retain possession and make them run. And I thought the guys did a fantastic job. Uh, I'm over the moon with them. I thought second half, they were absolutely fantastic. Uh, really proud of them. All right, uh, so we're back. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on, on what the guy said? So Danny V was, you know, Mr. Humble, Mr. Humility in the postgame press con. You know, not only, I mean, I know he's got to realize what gift he gave us yesterday and in prior games, but he basically, you try to say, you know, hey, you carry the team on your back in certain moments. How did that feel? He basically just gave the credit right back to the team. And it's like, no, it's a team effort. You know, yeah, there's going to be a hero in every game and it's going to be different. But he didn't, you know, he just so, he's so, he knows his job. He knows it's a 11 people on the field. So, and the 12th man in the stands, I mean, he gets it. He understands it. And same with Mark. I mean, he, he, he's humble in the fact that he doesn't want to take credit for what the guys end up doing out there. You know, at the, he, he can't because when, when the guys are out there playing, it's up to them. He just at halftime, it's obvious that he just kind of told the guys, take a deep breath, you know, and, and relax and play. And they did, they came back out and it was a, it was a different deal. So I think all the comments were spot on. Luis talked about, you know, a little bit of a difference in second half as well. You know, they answered the softball questions like, Hey, is it going to be fun? You know, are you looking forward to maybe an MLS team? And it's like, well, duh, open cup is like the best tournament ever. But yeah, so they were really good. All those comments that the guys made um, during interview was excellent. Yeah, especially I know that Danny mentioned about Connor Donovan, right? Just what you were mentioning earlier, the fact that, you know, the guy's a leader and he's telling people where to go. And, and I'm so glad that we have players like that, because usually with any team, you have like a select few, right, that have that role, right? They're just natural leaders and you need them, right? Because if you have a team that doesn't have that, it's out of control, right? And the coach can only do so much. He's not directly on the pitch, right? And and you need someone on the pitch that's constantly communicating with everyone and, and doing all that. So really awesome. I'm glad we, we have that in uh, Connor Donovan. And I think if Roro's not around, 
he could be another natural captain, right? I know Lee was supposed to be co-captain, but you know, based on <laughs> you know how Connor is has been playing and just how much more he talks than Lee, I think he, he could be a, a good candidate for that. Should they, you know, replace a captain or have a third captain, right? Just why not? <laughs> um, and well, then, and yeah. To to give Lee a little a fair credit, he's the guy that pumps the team up before the game starts. If you watch any of the videos that they shoot of the of the huddle, or if you can get a chance to watch the huddle, Lee is the one doing a lot of the talking. I mean, at, at the end of the day, he has lately put his money where his mouth is. Mm-hmm. He has come up with some incredible saves um, and and vision for where to be on the field. It, he's getting better every day. I mean, they all are because they're gelling a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're he's playing really well off of Dan Casey. So, you know, I've, I've still got to give a little, you know, a lot of credit to Lee at the same time. You know, there any at any point in time, someone like Matt LaGrasse, you know, of course, mm-hmm. Roro, there's certain guys that could still be captains. It doesn't matter. I mean, so as long as the veterans or the more experienced guys are stepping up and saying what's needed to be said, it's almost like to have that armband be floating as much as we love Roro and he's the captain. He Roro also knows that there's other vocal guys on the field, you know, so does Danny Vidiello. He knows that he's vocal, but he also knows that the other, you know, when, when the guys talk and communicate, um, you know, it's whoever is, it's good. Right. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. The the more the merrier. If you can have more more vocal guys, then uh, it's it's good. Um, of course, you know you want you want a good mix of not everyone being vocal, but it's good to have those quiet guys too, right? Otherwise, uh, it can get out of control. Everyone's trying to speak at the same time. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought that was good too. And then, like you mentioned with Luis Felipe, it, it's really awesome that. You know, these are things that we assume teams do, but to hear from a player, you're like, okay, that's great. Um, when he mentioned that they watch videos on Phoenix, and I'm assuming this is something they do periodically, right, with any team they play against, is that they really take the time to analyze the team, right? What is it that they're bringing to the table? And I'm sure they look at the goalkeepers. Should they go to penalty kicks, right? You want to see, you know, how they're like, and you know, where you should you shoot because it is the cup. It could go to PKs. We've seen plenty of games go go to that point in this cup already. So it's good that they're taking the time to do that. And you know, I'm sure they'll do the same with earthquakes, especially now that they just had what 11 penalty kicks <laughs> against Seattle last night. So plenty of players shot their PK. So there's plenty to review there if you know uh, they want to just uh, take a review on on how the players are and how uh, their goalkeeper is with PKs, which I should add their goalkeeper isn't all that great with stopping PKs. Yes, he stopped, uh, you know, uh, the one he stopped, uh, only one actually, even though they missed twice, the the first miss by Seattle was actually just a terribly shot, (laughs) uh, shot that went uh, out of bounds really bad. Uh, But their goalkeeper isn't all that great with stopping. So there, there's there's one thing there. So it's good they're doing that. And, uh, you know, I, I look forward to them continuing to do it also um, in, in league games as well. Of course, with our win yesterday, as, as was mentioned earlier, we move on to the round of 16. And just a couple hours ago, we found out the draw. Uh, it, <laughs> it, we're with you, everyone who tuned in at 530. We know that the draw didn't happen at 530. It happened more 
around 6'10", I think 6'15"-ish. Um, they really made us wait for that draw, but it was actually well worth the wait. And I'm glad that we were able to host the next match because I don't know about you two, Sharon, Jared, but when I saw that LA Galaxy was hosting first and they were going to figure out who would host the other game, and it was only, you know, of course, between us, LAFC, and San Jose, I was getting a little nervous that we would actually be traveling because the odds, you know, weren't weren't as great anymore, right? Because now it was just uh, one opportunity versus two opportunities there. But luckily, we we got the home pick and uh, we get the team that we wanted to play against, at least that I know I wanted, which was San Jose, to get us that uh, rivalry that we already have against them. And not only that, right, but let's remember that in the last cup, they kicked us out. And it was it was at their home place. So how great would it be for us to say that we defeated Phoenix, who unfortunately, you know, uh, kicked us out of that playoff that, you know, we, we all don't want to remember because of that handball. But how great would it be if we also did the same with San Jose and also claimed uh, a good old sweet revenge for the last cup elimination, right? Talk about eliminating two teams that eliminated us from uh, one leg games. To come back and do something to San Jose after we played such a good match way back when in, you know, at well, it's now called PayPal Park, but um, before it was called Avita, Avita, no, not Avita. Avaya, Avaya Stadium. Avaya. (laughs) (laughs) Avita is hair shampoo. (laughs) (laughs) It was Avaya Stadium. Um, you know, and, and uh, to be able to come back and now, now we get to host them uh, another time. If you guys remember way back when, uh, when Precky first started uh, being the assistant coach for Seattle Sounders in the early rounds of open cup, or was it a friendly might've been open cup. Who knows? We beat the Sounders. Do you remember that? It was, it was, it was quite a while ago, but extra we've done time when right. Extra time when last minute. Yeah. Yeah, and I was at so that game. At the end of the, we could do it again. I mean, we're perfectly capable. You know, we just, we're good. We just have to believe we are the standard. You know, it's the minute they realize that the minute our squad, well, they probably already have realized, you know, that they are the standard. They're the standard. At the end of the day, when anybody watches how we play and what we do when we're on the field, they know what we have. And, you know, we're always saying, don't come looking to peel off our players. Don't come look to, you know, try to swipe our coach. You know, we already had Gio um, Aguilar picked off by Vancouver and he's doing really, really good things for them up there. So it's kind of like, you know, you guys, you can't, you can't let us be us, you know, (laughs) we're good. We are the standard. We're going to do this. And it'll be really interesting, right? Because we're going to see Tommy Thompson back, right? But back at, yep. uh, at our, our venue, right? The the former yep. Republic player from uh, back in the day too. And and also yep. a, a recent uh, Sac Republic staff member, right? Our, our good friend, Betty Olmedo. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> we have to have a sound for Betty. You know, we have a sound for Connor, but... We hold Betty with such high regard. She needs to have a special sound whenever we mention her name because, you know, she's she really is solid. She's really good. She's going to go really far. And it's going to be hard 
to see her working for the other squad because, mm-hmm. you know, she was ours. She was all ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting game. I mean, there, there's there's so much uh, in play. And uh, again, for former people who were with Republic at one point, and I think we have a good chance uh, at this one too. And being at home, uh, I really hope that we see more people for this match. And if they charge the same thing, hey, it's understandable now, right? You got a major league soccer team coming to town and I don't know if there's a chance that they're going to open the whole stadium now for this one. I don't know what you guys think, but uh, oh my you, God. you might get more people in seats. I think I, w- I would hope they do. I would hope they do. I mean, personally, in my heart, I would rather them have it at a huge stadium so we can get as many people as possible. But I mean, even just to host this kind of match, I mean, right now we have the current longest uh, win streak in the Open Cup at, at home in the modern era, or or at least top four. So we've got something to prove uh, when we play at home in the Open Cup, and this is going to be the biggest litmus test uh, for, for our club history. I mean, yes, we've played them at PayPal Park or, ba- or back then Avaya Stadium. And we've lost. I mean, it uh, wasn't a blowout, but still in heartbreaking fashion. But now it's us that are uh, going to be uh, doing the heartbreaking. I'm hoping it, it, later this month. We just need to figure out the exact date and the time. And tickets are already going to go on sale tomorrow, Friday the 13th, which is a hell of a day to, to put tickets like this on sale. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, that really? Is, uh, well. You think the tickets are going to be on sale? Is that what they said? Friday the 13th? They did. I posted and and I posted the Jason mask accordingly. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I am going to go ahead one more time and grab a block um, of of tickets. And you know, it's like save your shekels. You have two weeks, Louise, to save your <laughs> save your money. Let's get to talking about our scoreline for our season slash cup long competition here on the podcast and. Not a lot of movements, but we did get some points added. And that is really thanks to the fact that we added the extra time rule, where if you go to extra time, yes, no, you get a bonus point. So me and Jared actually had faith that there wouldn't be extra time this time. And Sharon thought there would be. And so Jared and I got an extra point. And with that, I now have four points. Jared has three points. And Sharon has two points. So... Yay okay, for no Jared, extra time. No longer a bond dweller. <laughs> oh, you're feeling pretty smug about yourself, are you? Hey, I, I mean, I, if, if I had chosen better for New Jersey, I'd probably be, be, be on top right now. But <laughs> <laughs> if you would have chosen the same scoreline, right? And <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. There's plenty of opportunities uh, ahead of us, too. And there's another cup game. So there's another bonus point opportunity there. Um, Mm -hmm. Another chance uh, for that. But uh, being that we don't have our next game until next Wednesday. And after that, you know, we'll discuss cup. Let's give our predictions for our next away game at El Paso. Wednesday, May 18th at 6 p.m. Jared, uh, let's first go to you. What's your scoreline and for school score? See, I'm going to go 3 1 Republic and first goal. Hmm, I'm going to go Duke, Duke Lacroix. All right. How about you, Sharon? 
So I have faith in us that we're going to score, but I also know that El Paso is also going to score. So I have it at 1-1, a tie. But, and Jared, you've got to, you got to back me up on this. I've got Luther scoring the goal, the first goal, or the only goal in my mind. Um, Now, why is Luther playing? Well, Luther is actually playing because the red card that he accumulated from a second yellow out in New Jersey this past Sunday was actually rescinded by independent counsel. Thank you for that. Nice little tidbit. How did you find that out? The USL website. Dude, you do your research. We're so glad about that. I listened to the podcast from Connor and those sorts of things. I love the fact that, and I know you do too, and I'm, I love the fact that you paw through the USL um, website and also their Facebook page. So thank you for doing all of that. I think we make a really good threesome team. You know, we all have bits and pieces that we like to pay attention to so we can bring it all to the table for everybody listening in. And as far as my score, I say 2-1. And I, I think Dougie this time actually gets the first goal, um, especially after scoring in this uh Cup game last night, I think we're going to see the the big-time goal scorer that was the reason why I wanted him to be with Sacramento before he was in Sacramento. So we shall see, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is a tie, though. Uh, so, you know, Sharon could get the point in this one because we're going to see a different El Paso than we did at the beginning of the season. They, they've been slowly, you know, getting good results and, and trying to climb back up, so... It's not going to be easy. It's it's not going to be as easy as we think. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, Jared, and if you don't have one, I do have one. Um, How about we do like an open cup unsolved mysteries uh, special? Do you have one? If you don't have one, I do have one myself. Well, I have one. It's uh, unfortunately, not quite related to the Open Cup, but it is a, a news item that I had seen. Uh, this actually comes from the NWSL, uh, one of the uh, women's uh, professional soccer leagues uh, here in the United States. Uh, the team that we would have been uh, granted as far as the expansion team, but ultimately was uh, pretty much taken away from us because uh, Ron Burkle had backed out of the deal. We all know how that goes. Ultimately, San Diego landed a deal. They have made available their their uh, new kit and promises that it has a gold patch, has uh, numerous features on it. But the price, a lot of folks have balked about on, on Twitter. And I'll put it this way. You could probably buy two Republic FC kits for the cost that uh, San Diego Wave was wanting. $199. You can't customize it. It's it just has 22 and uh, the wave for, for the name. It's I, I I don't know what they're thinking. I'm thinking, well, maybe it's a is it a cash grab? I mean, the fact that San Diego is the brand new darling of the league expansion wise. Uh, I mean, aside from a- Angel City, but why? $199 if you can't even get it customized. I mean, you would think, okay, maybe does it get signed by all the players? Do they get uh, season tickets thrown in? I mean, what what makes the extra $100 on it special? I mean, some of us complain about the 
Republic FCA kits going for 90 some odd dollars and then customization at $24 extra. That is nothing compared to this jersey uh, that I've seen, for example, sp- spoken about on, on Twitter. I haven't gotten a chance to view the kit myself, but just seeing the descriptions of what all is being included on this kit, like a gold patch. I mean, at that price, it better be you know a good number of carrots on, on, on that uh, particular uh, kit. And right now we're... Uh, uh, we're looking at the uh, particular kit here, and I do see Kaiser Permanente being the kit sponsor, so maybe that explains some of the price, g- g- given the fact that how much they charge. Mm-hmm. But then again, then again, it should also come with a free bottle of 800 milligram motion. You know, just previous experience with Kaiser Permanente, just saying. But uh, this uh, this has really gotten uh, San Diego uh, wave just inundated with. Uh, with, with hate toward towards that price, the fact that you're paying two hundred dollars, can't even customize it. Doesn't include anything else. I mean, what is the extra hundred dollars for? I mean, I, I know they did sign Alex Morgan, so I wonder if they're trying to <laughs> pay her salary through every jersey sale. Could that be it? And <laughs> I mean, at this point, that's probably that's probably an extra profit margin to get her a couple mansions, like uh, in Oceanside or. Or, or somewhere around there, uh, uh, Coronado Island, for all we know. <laughs> They're just trying to make sure she doesn't leap to another club, right? They're like, <laughs> that's one way, right? You, you throw in all those bonuses, too. Well, yeah, yeah, we're looking at that jersey, and uh, I, wow, I can't believe that. I, I mean, if I, I don't even think I would ever pay that much for a jersey, actually. Um, unless it was like a World Cup jersey that was worn by a World Cup champion as they scored the winning goal or something. <laughs> but that, that, that is a hefty price fee. And I don't know what it is with Nike jerseys. We saw it with our own Republic jerseys, right? They went up in price, but they've been they've been seriously increasing the prices on their jerseys uh, from what I've noticed. So one of the things that uh, in the press release for it, they mentioned that they hardly have very, they don't have very many to sell because they have a supply chain problem. And so that will oftentimes jack the price up to keep buyers from buying them in a way, because who wants to put their hat in the arena for a Jersey that's not going to be available for a while. So the way you limit, you know, uh, demand is by increasing Mm -hmm. the price. So my hunch is it, the price will come down when they have a better um, uh, supply. That's, that's the only thing I can think of. Until then, this is basically a wearable NFT. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're on yeah. that trend. Um, well, my uh, unsolved mystery and, and I, I dub it as open cup edition uh, actually goes to the game that happened last night between uh, California United Strikers and LA Galaxy. So I, I got to see some of the highlights because I was completely shocked as I saw at halftime that they were tied 1-1 and the fact that California United Strikers actually scored the first goal. Really epic. They had a sold-out uh, championship stadium, which is where uh, Orange County plays at. And I saw the first goal that LA Galaxy scored. It was a PK. Nowhere near a PK, clear dive, clear as day. 
yet they still got the peak. Even the uh, commentators were really surprised, right? And so my mystery is that could the referees be a little inclined to favor MLS teams when they are in those situations? And, uh, you know, I know there's examples of teams that have defeated MLS teams and whatnot, but, you know, you, you just kind of wonder sometimes when you witness those situations. And that wasn't the only PK. They also had another PK in the second half. And granted, you just take away that PK that wasn't a PK, and it happened at, at the end of the first half. And that game could have been a whole different story in the second half because if you're down 1-0 and you're starting the second half, it's completely different than going into the second half all tied up, right? And it's still anyone's game. So I don't know. I'm a little suspicious about that. And and I don't know the referee's name, but he has refereed USL matches. And Jared, for a second, I thought it was Melbourne Rivas. No joke. Uh, I think we need to go back Uh, in a second. And see if it was him, because it kind of looked like him. So, I don't know. <laughs> Our boy Melvin strikes again. And it could have been because it was at Orange County Stadium. Then it probably definitely was Melvin <laughs> Rivas. So, I don't know. It, it just it was just really weird that, you know, they, they gave him that PK. And had it been the other way around, I don't think the strikers get the PK, but... You know, who, who knows? Yeah, but but definitely shout out to that Nisa team because they, they gave LA Galaxy a run for their money. I mean, most people probably discounted them. I mean, I have to admit, I was one of those. I was like, it's probably an easy game for LA Galaxy. But man, they LA Galaxy was worried for a good part of the game that, you know, they, this game would go to extra time or they could even potentially lose it, too. So. All right. Well, that about covers uh, what we had to talk about today. Um, Any last final words, Sharon, Jared, before we say goodbye and uh, we go to bed because it's uh, getting pretty late here? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, all I have to say is let's go Republic. And thank you, Luis, for getting this uh, podcast up and running. And thank you also to uh, everybody listening in and who attended the match. And even if you didn't attend and you listened in, you know, your support is felt and appreciated. So keep it up for our, for our squad and for soccer as a whole in the Valley. This May is just getting started. You thought this was a good May with us finally getting our first road win and then beating at Phoenix last night. Just wait, just wait. We got more matches this month. We've got El Paso next Wednesday. We've also got Oakland and now we've got San Jose. So this is going to be a big, big NorCal tour for for Republic FC, hopefully bringing some more three points. And like Sharon said, for everyone that listens, everyone that uh, gets a sticker, we appreciate your support. We we love it. We can't wait to keep doing this much more again. And once again, if you see either of us, either Sharon or Elise or, or myself, we want to make sure we get some stickers in your hand, spread the gospel, get this word out, especially with the Open Cup coming with the round of 16. Get this word out. Yeah. By the way, one last thing. I want to give a shout out to Heather Sims. She is actually going to be going to the El Paso game, and she's got a good amount of podcast stickers. So she'll be actually uh, making sure that you know we 
we're seeing around a couple of spots in El Paso too. So shout out to oh, her man. helping us with the, the sticker slaps. <laughs> and he- yeah, Heather, you slap those stickers wherever you feel it. Just don't get in trouble, girl. Cause you said you'd be my travel partner coming up, even though I snore, you said you'd, be, <laughs> you'd travel. No Juarez, no Juarez sticker slaps. Keep it in El Paso. <laughs> Although there is a sticker in the border between Tijuana. So if, if y'all go to Tijuana side and you're right there, literally on the border where it ends, there's a Tijuana sign there. There's a sticker right there on the last day of Tijuana. So if anyone ever nice. goes there, we'll check it out. Um, nice. Oh, yeah. take a picture of it. That's right. I've got Angel of the North. In uh, in the Yorkshire region, she's got a sticker on her, hopefully still. And then some random building on Brick Street in London has a sticker on it. And I got a couple uh, light posts uh, in the middle of Manhattan, right right within uh, earshot of Katz's Delicatessen. Oh, that's right. I did a light post near, uh, oh gosh, on my walk to... Uh, um, the Emirates Stadium, I sticker slapped. So, how fun! Well, yeah, we we, we got got him in all kinds of plays, and we're just getting started. Anywhere we go, you're gonna we're gonna try and slap as many as we can. So, <laughs> and shout out to everyone who who does as well. Um, and if you want to slap some, just again ask us, and we'll give you more so you can slap some. Of course, in plays where you could do them, so you know, try not to. Add one where there's really nothing else. So <laughs> we just right. slap, put that out there. Slap responsibly. There you go. Well said. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for your support. Uh, we really appreciate it. And you help <laughs> us uh, continue to grow the show That's every single fun. day. <laughs> Have a great night, everyone. And we'll see you next week here on Stay of the Republic podcast. Have a good night, everybody. Night. So it was kind of slim pickings last night. But you know what? It is. Oh, no, Elsa. Elsa. Hello. <laughs> Three points. Well, our points. We just oh. at the day. Uh, that uh, is it, totally all that matters. Did I Elsa on you? You did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All we heard was you said that's all that matters, and we we're like, silence is all that matters. Sorry. <laughs> Elsa Misty did you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Elsa. I, I said. I hope she's also singing again. But Jared oh. got it right. He guessed the one nil. Um, and then also no, we had. He guessed two nil. Um. Well, on my book here, I got one nil. Yeah. Then and... he gets no points. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh my sorry, god! Jared. I'm so sorry, sorry. Jared. Sorry, Jared. Yeah. Sorry. I, well, I, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jared. Yeah. Well, shit. That, mean, that means I went from going up two points to one point and then I got nothing. <laughs> this inflation is a mug. <laughs> All right. Well. Thank you, Sharon, for pointing that out. I was passing you up yesterday, building you up, and all of a sudden, because you got all these points. And it was all a big Newton in my mind. (laughs) Oi. I'm so sorry, Jerry. 
That's, this is a bad... <laughs> you and I are still bottom dwellers. Oh, oh man. I need Bro. to go and get some more of them candies from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ones they sell at the airport, not 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 those other can- candies. Oh, uh, got it. <laughs> Although that those ones sound are, are pretty good right now, right now, too, so... Yeah, you gotta, you gotta take care of your heart, Jared. I didn't mean to have your heart get broken so fast. Hashtag SOTR after dark, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Oh. All, right. All right, well, let me go back to... Anybody uh, listening to this and listening to this, you just, oh my God, we have just gone on way too long about all this BS, <laughs> but it's so funny sometimes. Uh, I forgot we scored a second goal too. I was like, oh, we won one now. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I know Jared was probably like, oh, Dougie, <laughs> what, what'd you <laughs> score? Dougie, Dougie. We were so close to one nil. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm um, backtrack yeah. the whole thing then. So, <laughs> who, who do we play next Wednesday? El Paso. El Paso, yeah. Oh. So, 